I'm Sherry. And I'm Fran. Welcome to Modern Whittle. Fran, you know what we need to have? We need to have it's always something session today. We all know that things happen that aren't in our plans for the day, the week, or the year. That's our conversation today. But before we start on It's Always Something Part 2, because we did this almost two years ago. Fran, you know what time it is. It's time for weekend shenanigans and notable events. decided to do dry January this year, like a lot of people where you absolutely don't have any alcohol for the whole month of January. So there haven't been a whole lot of shenanigans for me, but it's okay because I'm saving a lot of money by not going out a lot. This past Monday, however, I did go for lunch and to a movie with my three sisters-in-law. The four of us don't get together that often, so it was nice. We went for lunch in Michigan City, Indiana, at a place we'd gone to last year, a place with good food and a really nice atmosphere. Then we went to see a movie, and it was the new Whitney Houston picture, I Want to Dance with Somebody. Here's my critique. It was good. I had a hard time accepting the actress they chose to portray her, though. Whitney Houston was very pretty. I thought that they could have done a better job with who they chose um, to portray her. And she didn't do any of the vocals. So it was just okay, but it was still a nice chance for us to get out for the day. And to go to a movie. I can't remember the last time I was at a movie theater. Yeah, I try to go. Even if I go by myself, there's two more I want to see before I go out to head to Arizona. Well, this is what my shenanigans is all about. My daughter's family was up last weekend and we celebrated my granddaughter's 11th birthday. Can you believe that? I cannot. 11 years old. They went skiing at Boyne Mountain and I met them there for lunch. Fran, we had lunch in the igloo and I have to say, I do enjoy eating in an igloo. Eating outside in northern Michigan in winter is pretty cool, and the igloos are getting even better. What they've done is the heating system is now attached to the ceiling in the center of the igloo, so you don't have to wear your winter coats. You can take them off, and it's very comfortable. Igloos are one good thing that came out of the COVID pandemic, and it gives restaurants even more dining space. And I find it fun to eat outside, inside, or is it inside, outside? (laughs) Inside, outside, I think. It's nice to be both inside and outside at the same time. (laughs) And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Now it's on to It's Always Something. And Fran, you've had a big It's Always Something recently. Why don't you talk about it? Well, talk about It's Always Something. Sherry and I told you last week in our episode that we had planned to take the show on the road for this episode that we're recording right now. However, since it's always something, about a week ago, I had a major issue at my condo which put an end to our plan to meet at a very unique restaurant in Grand Rapids and record this podcast. We're still hoping to do that in the future, though, because I really want to go see this place. On Saturday, about a week ago, 
everything was fine here at my condo. I did laundry. I washed my hair, you know, all the normal stuff. Sunday morning, I got up and went to take a shower because I was getting together with family for a belated Christmas gathering. Well, surprise, no hot water. So that put an end to taking a shower. I went out to check my utility room and there's water leaking out of my hot water heater, out, like out of the bottom. So great. I figured, okay, well, I'll need to get somebody out, a service person to come out and check it. And I'm probably going to need a new water heater, which, okay, I'll accept that. I know they don't last forever. So I put down towels to soak up the water as many as I could. It wasn't too bad at that point. But then in the meantime, I thought it was getting a little chilly in the condo. And according to the thermostat, yes, the temperature in the condo was dropping. So now I'm baffled. I can't figure out for the life of me, how can both the hot water heater and the furnace, they're not functioning. How could they both go out at the same time? So this was just great. Well, I got a recommendation for a friend who actually has his own HVAC business here locally that might be able to assess the situation. Now, remember, this is all happening on a Sunday when most people do not want to be making service calls. And if they do come out, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. So he agreed that he could come over like the next morning. But in the meantime, I was mopping up water all night. Like literally, I would put beach towels around the water heater. They were soaked. I would quick move them from out in my hallway to my dryer or washer just to get them dried and put it down a new set. And not too much later, then the new set was like completely, completely drenched. Well, luckily, our temps were mild outside because it wasn't getting any warmer inside. And I do have a gas fireplace, which was operating fine. That was one of the first things that I did check. They told me to check that right away, make sure that the gas, there wasn't a problem with the gas line and there wasn't. So I knew it wasn't a problem with the gas and running the fireplace about an hour every once in a while, kept the condo at a comfortable temp. I usually keep my thermostat at 68, 69. And with the fireplace every once in a while, it was keeping it at like 66, 67. So I threw on an extra heavy sweatshirt and, you know, we were fine. So my friend came over and looked at my furnace and water heater setup. He then told me because of the leak in the water heater. Now remember, these are 40, 50 gallon water heaters. All the water had drained out. So all that water that I was mopping up, I had actually mopped up 40 to 50 gallons of water. At least now the water heater is empty in case it has to be replaced. It doesn't have to be drained. There's <laughs> always a silver lining. Oh my gosh. So then he proceeded to explain to me that my furnace setup operates off my water heater. So when the water heater quit, so did the furnace. Well, I didn't understand that whole setup, but he explained it to me. So now it made sense. So now what? Do I just get a new water heater? Not so fast. It seems like my system is now obsolete and not even up to Michigan code. So you guessed it. 
not only did I need to get a new water heater, but also a new gas furnace because my setup can't be duplicated anymore. So in the end, after five days with no heat or hot water, thank God for my gym that's five minutes away so I could at least shower there, I'm the proud owner of a new furnace, water heater, and because my air conditioning system was 30 years old and would probably need to be replaced in the next couple of years, a new air conditioning system. Was I happy to have to lay out $9,000 that I certainly could have used for something a lot more fun? No, but I finally accepted the fact that this ordeal, in the end, it increased the value of my property a lot come resale time. So it's always something. So if that whole fiasco wasn't enough during this whole tear out install process, while my furnace guy was still here, my clothes dryer decides to quit working. Oh, really? Yeah. You know how you stand there and think, okay, well, what else can go wrong now? <laughs> what, what else? So fortunately, my furnace guy gave me the name of an appliance repair guy who came out right away, which was a miracle in itself. He determined it was only a belt. He had it fixed and was on his way in an hour. And that only cost me $130. So as bad as that all was, you know, Cher, it's a lot easier to accept when you finally realize it's always going to be something. It is always going to be something. Fran, I didn't realize that about the dryer. And you're lucky you got... <laughs> a service person out there so soon well again it's like i had just used the dryer the night before and it was fine and one thing wasn't all the way dry and so i threw that back in the next morning to finish drying it and it was running but i quick opened the door and the drum of the dryer was not turning and so I thought, you know, I mean, I'm smart enough. I've lived through enough appliance change outs and everything. I figured it was only a belt. And luckily, Tim, my furnace guy, was able to tell me somebody to call. I called him and he was quite a character. But you know what? He showed me the belt. It was all frayed and he changed it out. And then he was on his way. So in that regard, I was very lucky to find someone that would come right away. And hey, when you just spent $9,000, $130 wasn't bad. <laughs> it does seem rather reasonable. I'm sure you've had events going on in your life. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> maybe our listeners know, and maybe they don't, but I bought a tiny little place in Cape Coral, Florida last spring so I could go down for the winter months. Well, here I am in Michigan, and it's winter. Let's talk about this a little bit. I got the house all ready to go down for the winter, and that was done during the summer. I had it repainted. There were some repairs that had to be done. I had to put a new roof on it, and it was all ready to go in August, and I was planning on going down mid-October just for a few weeks, but just to get the feel of my new little place. And Cher, you sent me pictures. It was looking lovely. It was nothing huge. It was exactly what you needed. And it was looking lovely. Yes, it was ready to go. And just for the listeners information, the house was totally furnished. I did not have to buy any furniture because the people that I purchased it from 
were from Germany and they would spend six months in the U.S. and six months in Germany. They were getting older, so they decided to sell this little place. Now, I get a text in September from my next door neighbor saying, quote, there is water coming out of your garage, end quote, not good news. I quickly called my friend to go over and check it out to see what had happened. And what had happened was a water pipe broke in my bathroom and the water had been running in my house for at least four days and maybe up to seven before it was discovered. Oh my God. How, how do you know that? Because there was mold that was beginning to grow. And besides the water pipe breaking, why this happened, I don't know. But at the same time, the air conditioning circuit breaker broke. And so the house was not only flooded, it was 95 degrees oh in that God. house. So I got the first flight out of Detroit that I could, and I headed to Cape Coral, Florida to see the damage. The house was totally flooded. Mold had started growing. Weren't you sick to your stomach? Yes, because I thought that this was a great idea. <laughs> all that work into it. Yes. Yeah. I had it all ready to go. And it just became a big mess. So I contacted the adjuster as soon as I found all this out. And when I got down there, I met with the adjuster. I met with the air conditioning people, plumbers. Actually, I met with anyone that would talk to me. That's how I was going. <laughs> I left on Saturday, and guess what? Just three days later, Hurricane Ian came through the area. So what happened was my house was not damaged at all by the hurricane. It was damaged by this water pipe breaking. So that put a stop to getting anything done on my house. I finally got a contractor right before Christmas, and they have been working on the house. It's not done, but I am headed down to Florida next week because there is a bedroom to sleep in and I have a tub to wash up and a toilet to use, which of course I can't go anywhere without having a bathroom. Right. So Gaston and I are making the trek to Florida next week, but this was what was so interesting, Fran. I was planning on heading to Florida this weekend and I decided, no, it's still a little too early. They need to get some more work done. And guess what? Last night, I get an email from the city of Cape Coral and also a message and a telephone call from the city of Cape Coral saying that they are turning off my water on Monday and I would have no water. What? Why? Just for the day they're doing work with the sewage system on my road. And I thought, that's interesting. I go from too much water to no water. Well, yeah, at least you don't have to worry about any more water damage that day. <laughs> That's right. All I can say is I am so thankful that Bill and I did a previous remodel, and we also built a whole house together because he taught me a lot about the building industry. And even better than that, I'm glad I listened to him. Well, I think over the years, both of our husbands were knowledgeable as far as the workings of a house. When you're a homeowner, you either need to learn that stuff or you're in deep trouble. So yeah, I mean, I grew up on a farm and I saw my dad work on stuff and I knew how stuff like worked. Look at what we just went through and handled by ourselves. You're right. And I appreciate 
what he taught me because it has come in handy as I am now on my own. One of the things I said to my furnace guy was we had gone through a whole change out in our Pennsylvania house as far as our furnace and all that kind of stuff. Skip took care of all that. I mean, I, I was there when it all happened. And I told him, I said, it's hard when you're a widow and you don't have a man in the house full time that can at least give his assessment of the situation. And Tim looked at me and said, I got to tell you, 85, 90% of the men wouldn't have been any use in this situation either. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Well, what it does is having someone to talk through things mm -hmm. with. That's mm -hmm. what I miss. To share the concerns, to share the decision makings, to share the frustration, like while it's going on, although I probably handled the situation better than Skip would have. But yeah, it's just having one other set of ears and opinions and input and all of that. You're absolutely right. We want to thank our executive producer for her continued expert advice and critiques of our podcast. Of course, we always want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in and listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Fran, we did receive a very nice comment this week, and why don't you read it? We did. You're right. It's very nice. It's very sweet. We received this from Beth in Chicago. She said, I listened to the podcast on reflections and resolutions today. I love it when it's just you and your bestie talking. You two have lots of wisdom, and this episode was very thought-provoking. Thank you, Beth. We thought it was a great episode to start the new year. So thank you for that nice comment. And isn't it always nice to get comments about the program? I do appreciate people writing to us. Yes. If you would like to write a comment, our email address is modern.widow.podcast at gmail.com. Again, modern.widow.podcast at gmail.com. You can listen to our podcast on the following apps, Anchor, Spotify, Breakers, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Plus, follow us on Instagram at Modern Widow Podcast. I'm Sherry. And I'm Fran. And we hope you join us again next time for another great episode. This week's closing quote, I believe, speaks to everyone. It's unknown who wrote this, but I, I just thought it was great. What if I just enjoy life for what it is right now, instead of stressing about what I've yet to get out of it? What if I choose to enjoy this time? Because I know that once it goes, I won't get it back from anywhere. See you next time. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm.